The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we are serving in Wesley Chapel in Tampa and Brandon in our newest location in St. Pete along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation. We're honored to serve the listening audience of Tampa Bay's Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 WTBN. Would you pray with me? Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. What a privilege it is to be able to have conversation and speak to the Maker of everything. Wow. Lord, thank you. Thank you that you not only allow us to do it, but you encourage us to do it. And you say, Lord, that this is part of your plan for us, that we would have a relationship with you, an intimate relationship with you through prayer. So, Lord, this day I pray that from this broadcast, people who hear my voice would seek you and desire to have that intimate relationship with the God of the universe so that you will allow them to live the abundant life. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. Thank you, Father. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, it's great to be back. And I am really looking forward to this um, show today as we're going to do something a little different. Um, we're going to focus on prayer. Maybe that actually isn't different for us, is it? But if you're a newbie here, it's probably going to be a little different for you. In the past couple weeks, we've talked about biblical values, and that is so, so very important. But you know, nothing beats prayer. <laughs> we need to pray to get the mind of Messiah. It's through prayer that we understand scripture. It's through prayer that we are led. It's through prayer. I, I mean, prayer, even Yeshua had to go and pray. He went away at nights and he prayed alone. And if he needed prayer, how much more? Do we need prayer? Prayer needs to be a day-by-day -day occurrence, and I believe morning by morning. If you have time to get up today, then you had time to pray today. And if you did not pray, it's because you have allowed things 
to get in the way. But before we go further into prayer, I just want to remind you that I love to hear what your opinions are or your questions. So uh, just email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. And I will respond to you either with an email or even on the radio broadcast. Uh, And also... Our synagogue, Sharesh David Messianic Synagogue in South Tampa and the other locations, we love visitors. Come, bring your Jewish friends. Amen. The one I'm most frequent is the one in South Tampa. Uh, We're there Friday nights and Saturday mornings, so we're not competitive to your church experience. (laughs) So come and visit. Look prayer i'm gonna go right into the prayer i can't wait any longer prayer should be the major key in our life as a believer and the reason it isn't is we allow life to interrupt what we should be doing with god we're allowing life to interrupt our relationship with god and the fact that we have this amazing opportunity to speak to and have a relationship with the God who made heaven and earth, the God who made the sea and the dry land, the God who made you and I and the animals and the trees and everything that is so amazingly beautiful and useful on this earth. And God has time to listen to you. <laughs> With the six or seven billion people in this universe, in this, in this world, God has time to listen to you and to respond to you. Now, if you don't think that's an, one of the greatest miracles in possible, then I don't know what else to tell you. To show the true importance of prayer, we have to actually pray, not just talk about prayer. So today we're going to spend some time praying. Now, let's understand that too often prayer is a list of gripes. It's a laundry list. Lord, do this for me. Lord, do this for me. You know, it's like one of those genie shows where you wrinkle your nose and you expect God to do something. But I believe that powerful prayer, life-changing prayer, prayer that is going to make a difference, oftentimes is praying scripture, not just requests. But you can pray scripture over a person, or you can pray scripture over a situation. So let's, you and I, give this thing a try. I want to start with one of my favorite scriptures because it talks about prayer. Now in Philippians 4, 4 through 8, verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
let your requests be made known to God. So God is giving us a prescription of how to do this. He says, trust in him. In other words, don't be anxious, but in everything by prayer and petition. But we should have a thankful spirit. We should, our prayers should include being thankful because God is hearing us. So we're thankful for that. God is going to respond to us. We're thankful for that. And so we let our requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses everything that is understandable, will guard your hearts and your minds in Messiah Yeshua. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's anything of any virtue, if there's anything of any excellence, anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. Now, that's the scripture. I'm going to start by praying it over me. And then maybe afterwards, I'll pray it over you. (laughs) And maybe even over a situation. So let's begin. Lord, I pray right now for a rejoicing spirit and one who is thankful. Lord, I thank you for my rejoicing spirit because I am rejoicing in the Lord. And so I love you, Lord. And so it's easy to rejoice in you. For you are my maker. And I am showing gratitude. I'm showing thanks to you. And so I bless you, Lord. And because, Lord, of your word, I'm going to let my gentleness be made known to everyone, to all people. Oh, what does it mean, all people, Lord? It means people who I love, people who I don't love. Lord, it even means my enemies. And I'm not sure, Lord, I have enemies that I have, that I know about, but people who even do things bad to me, who say things bad to me, who, who are rude to me, I'm going to be gentle gentle oh lord what does gentle mean father gentle means that i'm i'm going to have my gloves on i'm not going to be rude i'm not going to be confrontative i'm not going to be uh, sarcastic but i'm going to be gentle i'm going to think more about how they're going to react to me then worry about my own feelings. That's gentleness. I'm going to treat them nicely. Oh, Lord, it says in your word here that you are near. I'm picturing, Lord, that in every moment of my day today that you are near to me. While I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, You are near. 
And if you are near, I will be gentle to everyone. Lord, help me to not be anxious about anything. Lord, I want to be trusting you in all things. I want to have faith. I want to believe. So, Lord, if all of those things are in place, the cares of this world and the people of this world will not get me anxious. Lord, you know that one of the things that makes me anxious is when I'm late. So, Lord, either help me be on time or, Lord, help me not allow the pressure of time to make me anxious. For you said to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Oh, Lord, I've let my request be made known to you, Lord, that I want to have a rejoicing spirit. I want to be gentle. I want to know that you are near. I don't want to be anxious. And, Lord, I'm believing that the shalom, the the peace of God, surpassing all understanding, will guard my heart and my mind in Messiah Yeshua. And, Lord, so let me remember that if there is something true, if there's something honorable, if there's something just and pure, lovely, if there's something commendable, if there's any virtue, if there's any excellence at all, if there's anything worthy of praise, Lord, let my mind dwell on those things. Lord, let me not be in the negative, but let me be in the positive. Let me see the cup half full because I should just be glad that there is water in the cup. And so, Father, if there's anything of excellence, anything lovely, let it come into my mind and push out any of the garbage that has come from either my history or even a circumstance going on right now in my life. Lord, I pray this all in the name of Yeshua, my Messiah. Amen. Now, in order to understand what I just did, I think you're going to have to go back, get this, the recording of this show again, and line it up with Philippians 4, 4 through 8. Because that's basically what I was using as a foundation to pray to God and to experience the power in his life, in my life, through his word. His word brings light into my life. I will be able to do many more things well today, I believe, because of that prayer. That prayer puts me in a, a higher level of understanding of my purpose today. And so prayer does that. Now, we can pray that same type of prayer for somebody else. So, for instance, let's say um, for my wife, okay? I pray, Lord, for my wife, 
Patricia, for my wife, Pat, Father, that you would allow her to rejoice always. And I ask you to have her rejoice always because she knows you and she loves you. So she's rejoicing in the Lord. Lord, I pray that she will be gentle at all times because you are near. And I pray that all anxiousness would be gone from her. Okay, I'm not going to continue, but do you get the idea, right? Similar prayers, but each time it's going to be a little different because as you are reading the scripture, as you are praying the scripture, different things come into your mind and and you allow your mind to just go there because I believe this is God kind of impressing and and uh, sealing the scripture into your being and he is causing you to to uh, just have what I like to say and and you know this might be a terrible word to use but I'm I'm saying that when we do this kind of prayer it's like being brainwashed now, that might be a bad word to you, but I'm going to tell you, if your brain is going to get a washing, who do you want washing your brain? The world or God? Because there's going to be brainwashing to some extent, no matter what. And I have chosen God to wash my brain. And so I try and wash my brain every day. <laughs> with God's word. And so God's purpose needs to go deep within my spirit. When I do this kind of thing, I want scripture to saturate me. Absolutely saturate me. And this is so critical. You know, even thinking about biblical values and going back to that teaching, I want to saturate the candidate with biblical prayer, with scriptural prayer. You know, if I think a particular candidate is the candidate who's going to represent you best, Lord, then I believe that you want me to pray for that person with scripture attached to them so that they will not go to the right or the left, but that they will be in the center of your will. We need to pray positively, and the scriptures are positive. Look, one of the greatest scriptures to pray is Isaiah 61, 1 through 4. Why? Because it is already written in the first person. So if you want to know what your purpose is today, you just read, The Spirit of the Lord God is on me. Now, as you pray that, as you read that, as you think that, stop and just picture what has just been said. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, which is part of his triune nature, the Spirit which is our helper, is upon me. And why? It says, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. 
You know, this is what I talked about last week about the poor. It's all right for people to not have a lot of money. But we are to bring the good news to everybody, poor and rich alike. And the good news is Yeshua, our Messiah, because in him we have life. So it says, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion. I am to give them beauty for ashes. I'm to give them the oil of joy for mourning. Oh, Lord, I pray that I can give everybody I meet today the oil of joy instead of a spirit of mourning. Oh, I pray, Lord, that today I will give everybody the garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness. You know, when somebody walks into the room, I'm sorry, I'm stopping my prayer, but when somebody walks into the room and, you know, sometimes you say, oh, I just feel like there's darkness or heaviness that just walked into the room or intensity. But how about when somebody walks into the room and they come with a garment of praise Instead of the spirit of heaviness, it's, it's like somebody wore the right clothes and it makes you smile. Well, somebody is wearing the right attitude, the right, the right countenance, the right spirit of love and compassion. And this comes from praying God's scripture. So we, I am to give, I'm back in the scripture, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that the people that I share with, that I talk to each and every day will be called oaks of righteousness. The people that I talk to and that I share with the good news, they will be called the planting of Adonai, the planting of the Lord, that you, Lord, may be glorified. And these people that I've shared with, that they will rebuild the ancient ruins, they will restore the former desolations, they will repair the ruined cities and the desolations of many generations. How political is that? <laughs> Look at the end of Isaiah 61, verse 4, that talks about that, that if we do the, the spiritual job right, the generations will, the people we've spoken to will rebuild the ancient ruins, they'll restore the former desolations they'll repair the ruined cities do we have ruined cities or what and the desolations of many generations are you ready to pray this scripture over ourselves and over our friends and our family and over our congregations and over our city and state and country and, and Israel and the world I can't believe that this show is over how did that happen? Oh, my goodness. Well, what can I say? Except contact me at rabbi at org. Let me know you're listening. 
let me know you're encouraged. And uh, I would just say this, that may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Oh, let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah, so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 